2: It's sipping Time.
0: Yes, it's sipping Time again. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that has been accused of being entertaining for nearly 20 minutes. We're going for 40. (laughs) Dreamer. We're still banned in Alabama. (laughs) Nobody really cares. And also from the local Starbucks after Brent started yelling at all the millennials to go out and get a job. So, no more coffee for the rest of us. Thanks, <laughs> Brad. <Yeah. laughs>
3: Thanks, Brad. <Brent. laughs>
0: yeah. Screaming at him, take I, the I never vest liked, off and get I, a job. Yeah. I never liked coffee in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today our Made Man Brad. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. I love that you put out a field
4: of clovers out there for us to walk through. Well, somebody's got to, you know. Mm. Made so, Man we'll morning.
3: clovers. Good morning, Bob. Pleasure to be here today. Excited for the lineup. And good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for putting out the Lucky Charms on the craft service table. Appreciate that.
2: And good old boy, Alan. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. This is the first time in three times that I've remembered to come.
0: <laughs> yes, this is also true. <laughs> All right. Brent, Mori, and myself are still me. haven't learned the way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm very confused. <laughs> Brent, well, yeah, he's, here we this he's here because harm's <laughs> not here. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Way too many bottles along. Way yeah. too many bottles along. <laughs> way too,
0: way too many. Well, Brent, Morey and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check them out at the Bourbon Mafia on Facebook. Our show is also sponsored in part by the Florida Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, visit them at FTLWS.com. And lastly, we are also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the animatic machines serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, You can find them at www.finespirits.net. And our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. And today's show is an all Irish show. And we're going to be discussing. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to be discussing products from the Temple Bar, uh, the Quiet Man, and Bar and Whiskey. So here are the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today we have the Temple Bar Signature Blend, the Temple Bar 10 year single malt, the Temple Bar 12 year single malt, the Quiet Man. Bar and Uski Wicklow Rare and Bar and Uski 1803 Ten Year Old, and now we're going to have who should we have do our sips ratings? Oh, uh, is oh, there the any doubt of who leprechaun. we're going to have do it? <laughs> the Drunken leprechaun? <laughs> the Drunken Leprechaun, of course. Yeah, I don't even know that why yeah. that was an option for anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I didn't even write it down. <laughs> so Justin, tell us your best Drunken Leprechaun
3: about our sips ratings. Okay. It's already going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> One. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. I'm just stunned. I, I, I.
2: <laughs>
0: Sounds like an Irishman by way of Kazakhstan. It's like, that's Borat from Ireland.
3: <laughs> Two. Nice. What, what else do you have?
1: Well, isn't
3: that nice? Three. Three sips. Hmm, interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. It's just not getting any better. It's really not. (laughs) I'd I'd like to say that it's getting better, and it's it's just not getting better. All right, might as well finish it. Five. Oh my! I was unaware anything could be this good. It's like Ricardo Montalban oh. trying to do Irish. I swear, <laughs> <laughs> <really> sporting the mustache.
4: <laughs> Soft Corinthian leather.
0: See, same, exactly the same. Do you hear that? It was <laughs> exactly the same. One more same. time. Yeah. Ready? Soft Corinthian leather. Oh, <laughs> yes. from the Chrysler Coroba. So. <laughs> Imported. That's about That's about right. All right. Well, thank you, Drunken Leprechaun. <laughs> so we're going to have Brent tell us a little bit about our first brand.
1: Thanks, Bob. The Temple Bar was established in 1840 on the south bank of the Liffey River as a wine and spirit merchant shop and is still in operation today. The bar boasts one of Ireland's biggest collections of whiskeys with over 410 bottles of Irish scotch and bourbons. Tom Cleary, the current owner of the Temple Bar, is passionate about whiskey, and his family have been blending and bottling whiskey in the cellars of their bar for generations. With our first expression is the Temple Bar Signature Blend. It's a 40% ABV, non-age stated. This expression is a blend of pot-distilled Irish malt whiskey and column-distilled Irish grain whiskey. This blend is aged in second-fill bourbon casks. It's the color. It's got a very very light color all of their the irish whiskeys tend to have a you know a lighter color you're not going to get a whole lot of variation in them. Yeah, and this but, one's probably the lightest of the day yeah this is definitely the lightest of the day on the nose um you get that sweetness on the nose you get these raspberries just just pop out at you raspberries and honey they pop out at you and right on the on the palate just a beautiful, light, pleasant mouthfeel on the palate. Coats your entire mouth, and it's it's very sweet. You get vanilla, raspberries, honey, um, just a little bit of spiciness on the end, but not very much. With a beautiful finish, it just goes down so easy. It's really enjoy it. You really enjoy this one. Sounds like West moonfest talking about a date. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> There you go. But um, it's enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. Alan, what do you think?
2: I, I added a good amount of water to it, and I think it improved the whiskey a great deal. It opened it up. Uh, took away any of the burn which is really interesting
4: considering it's the lightest proof of uh, anything today yeah and yet that just goes to show that water isn't only beneficial for high proof whiskeys but even on a lower proof whiskey this is only uh 40 percent uh water had some benefit
2: yeah yeah and yet you know you take a look at the glass and you see some of the legs there's still a lot of oil in there and i'm sure this has been chill filtered but i found it to to be a lovely, easy drinking whiskey that I could easily drink too much of.
1: Yeah, I got more creaminess and oil on the mouthfeel though too, which was very pleasant as well.
2: Yeah, no, the, uh, I, I think this is a classically blended uh, Irish whiskey that kind of tastes like no others.
1: Yeah, it's like being in the in the basement down here. They they did some nice things in their
0: basement. Yeah. I don't do anything in my basement, at least anything I'm going to let the government know about. You, well, well, yeah. you invite us over. Yeah, well.
2: <laughs> That's bad enough. Yeah, I've got to
0: got to keep that lab running, you know, I've got school to pay for. What
3: what do you think, Justin? I got a spicy nose. There was oranges and vanilla on it. The front palate before I added water to it hit me with plums. After I added water, it was somewhat muted. I got a medium-short finish, and I thought it was very pleasant. seemed like a real classic Irish whiskey, what you'd expect when you cracked open the bottle. Yeah, a great
4: everyday drinker.
3: Absolutely. What did you think, Maury?
4: I I agree with uh, pretty much everything you said, Justin. To me, uh, without the water, it was a little bit one-note. To me, it's a honey bomb. I got honey on the nose, honey on the palate, honey on the finish. It was a short-to-medium finish. It's definitely a sweet style whiskey. And uh, again, if you like Irish whiskey, I think uh, this is a beautiful example. You've got, you know, just beautiful sweetness throughout, um, hint of spice at the end. Um, really really a nicely put together whiskey. And again, very pleasant. I, I would agree with Alan, this could easily become dangerous because you could easily drink way more than you uh, would anticipate. But the water really opened it up nicely. And as I was saying before, we typically think of adding water to proof down some of the higher proof whiskeys and you know, dilute the alcohol, bring out the flavor. This was just the opposite. You didn't need to worry about the proof, but the water really brought out the flavors. I think it uh, worked its magic with the oils and the molecules and brought out flavor and it got more tropical.
2: Yeah, I think the the whole key to the water issue is when you're bringing down that alcohol burn, and even 80-proof whiskeys have a little bit of burn to them, when you bring that down to a point where it no longer burns in the palate now you can taste the flavors of the whiskey clearly yes and uh, a lot of people i know that taste whiskeys uh taste them at about 65 70 proof just so they don't get to burn and just so the burn don't throw them off
4: yeah this is a beautiful whiskey especially for anybody who's um perhaps not a major whiskey drinker now i think this is a way a nice way to segue into Uh, more mainstream scotches and bourbons in that um, it's sweet without being cloying. It's not a, I wouldn't call it girly in any stretch of the imagination, but I would say that it's really sweet and approachable. Um, yeah you definitely this is one
1: when you want to go and look for this one in the bar or or in a liquor store in a bar to to really get a really get a feel for it because it is enjoyable
2: yeah no no this is definitely about a whiskey that i would certainly like to have a bottle at the house to introduce friends to i'm I'm a big big fan of blended whiskeys and so you know for me to find the blend that is very exceptional it's a wonderful thing
3: a lot of my friends like whiskey with ice, and I think this one would really shine. Yeah, in that put formulation. Over, yeah,
1: Put it over the rocks, and uh, yeah. I think you have a yeah. nice. I think you have a nice sipper. Yeah. You know, like day long sipper. Gotta yeah. be
4: careful how many rocks, because I, I would be concerned that uh, it would get overly diluted. Maybe vomit. one great big rock. As fast as yeah, drinks, big you rock, the, the big ice ball. I go. could put him
0: on the sun; it wouldn't melt fast enough for him to dilute that whiskey
4: well i wasn't referring to him i was
2: referring to his novice guests oh <laughs> yeah. tend to nurse their drinks mm-hmm. a little more slowly. You, you, not, yeah we know him. that ain't him so- <laughs> okay so we know what we're going to be drinking next saint patrick's day yes, yes for sure at least to start i off. don't know how oh, hard yeah. it
4: is to find has anybody seen it in the stores uh,
1: you know i never really looked for the irish whiskey in the store so i you know
0: i haven't but something i, I can look for now all right we're going to give this one three sips
3: interesting
0: and we'll be back and we're back and we are tasting some Irish whiskeys today we are tasting some expressions from the Temple Bar so uh, Maury's got the next one he's going to tell us
4: all about it thank you Bob the next product is the Temple Bar 10-year single malt it too clocks in at 40% ABV this expression is a double pot stilled single malt Irish whiskey that has matured for 10 years in second fill ex-bourbon barrels. Um, this one's got just a hint more color, again, probably because of the uh, the barreling and of course the length of time in the barrels. It's got a very pleasant nose. Again, the nose is uh, somewhat similar to the first one. It's got a little more citrus and perhaps some uh, some cinnamon and maybe a hint of tropical mango on the nose. Uh, On the palate, again, it's got a real nice mouthfeel. It's got nice viscosity, coats the tongue nicely. Again, I'm getting a fair amount of honey, a little bit of cinnamon and nutmeg, maybe even a hint of clove and caramel. And then it's got a medium finish. Again, a very nice whiskey, very well uh, put together. Uh, Really super effort. And uh, again, like the first one, sweet, approachable. could definitely see this as an all-day sipper. And, again, a nice introduction to the world of uh, scotch and Irish whiskeys.
2: Alan? I, I get a lot more depth to this. Not that not that I didn't think the first one wasn't terrific. I think it was great. Uh, this 10-year-old has some more depth to it. I'm tasting the wood now. You know, that yeah, you get hears. a lot more spice
1: out of it, too. You get this one. You really have the spice comes out that you know that that cinnamon, that pepper, that all spice that that comes jumps out at you as well. It does,
2: and it's a, a bit on the drier side as well. Where the first one, you know, finished very sweet. This one starts sweet and finishes dry.
1: Yeah, and the, especially on the top of your mouth, you get mm-hmm. that dryness. It's like you're a little bit there on that. But all those all those tasting notes that he mentioned, you know, really come through. But I that, and I get you know that a the, the little bit more pepper to it is mm-hmm. the biggest difference for me from the first one to this one. And I guess that's because it's the malt. It's not the that blend really. I was impressed with the blend more than this one myself. Mm-hmm. This but this one is not. It's not not to say this one's worse. It's just a different different just animal. A, just a different animal yeah. exactly. It's uh, you know so it's. It's where you want your palate to go with it. And this no, yeah, one is, I mean
0: it's it's not you know, it's a single it's not a blend as well. Right, so it's definitely right. different. But the thing that I get on this that I didn't get on the other is citrus. It's like orange peel and like huge, huge citrus on the nose. Citrus and like mango, like tropical fruit on the nose and a little bit of vanilla, but on, on the palate I definitely Yeah, where the last
1: one was more berries yeah, and this one is more yeah, citrus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Citrus and like, you know, like, again, like a mango or, or, or something like that. And and then on the palate, definitely, you know, definitely getting more spice. It's like Alan said, it's it's not as sweet. It's definitely a bit drier. Um, but I get, uh, I get uh, like baking spices and cloves and allspice, spice and, and uh, I still get sweet, but it's not as front forward palate. It's more like caramel in the back of the mouth as opposed to like honey in the front of the mouth. So I thought, I thought it was really nice. And again, this one with a little water really opened up.
4: Yeah, I would agree. The water I thought helped it as well.
1: I think the water helped every one of these expressions today. Mm-hmm. That we're gonna go. That we're going over. What about you, Justin? What do you think of this one?
3: I got very fruit forward on the nose. I got some spicy raisins and prunes on the palate. It was really subdued. It was subtle uh, flavor. Your six words is done. Yep. <laughs> Moving Thank on. Thank you. Have a nice <laughs> day. And uh you give him an extra word, like taking a mile. Now all of a sudden it's the Gettysburg Address. Awesome. No
2: profanity, please. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and it fades off to a you know a pretty quiet finish, but it's really pleasant.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a, a different whiskey altogether. It it's a true malt whiskey. It has the different characteristics that you would expect to find in the malt, a little more sophistication and what have you. Um, You know, the the first whiskey was extraordinarily pleasant. This one's a little bit more serious. This one you got to think about a little bit more in order to wrap your head around it.
0: All right. Well, we rated the uh, Temple Bar 10-Year Single Malt a sips rating of three sips. Interesting. So we're going to have Alan tell us about the final expression from Temple
2: Bar. So the uh, final expression is the Temple Bar 12-year-old single malt that was bottled at uh, 40% alcohol. And this expression is double pot stilled. It's a single malt Irish whiskey that's matured for 12 years in a second fill ex-bourbon cask. Um, the second fill ex-bourbon casks gives it a much bigger dryness than the Firstville bourbon cast. Yes. The Firstville, you're going to get a lot of vanilla. You're going to get a bunch more sweetness out of it. This one has a color that's just a shade darker. Uh, I would call it a mid-gold color with some yellow highlights in it. And uh, just a tad darker than, than the 10-year-old, as one would expect from an older whiskey in the barrel. The nose is phenomenal. It's floral, citrus. I, I, I'm getting tangerines in there. I, you know, it, It's just great. And uh, on the palate, let me take one more sip.
4: Definitely getting a lot more dryness. I would agree
2: with you. Right, yeah, front. the yeah, mouth yeah, dries. Uh, everything yeah. about
4: it is drier than the first two. The first two were definitely sweet forward. Yeah. Uh, first one being more so. And this one, uh, much less sweetness up front
1: and a lot less berries on this one yeah you know, a lot you know you get that orange you get the orange just you know and the, and the citrus on it but you really you've gone away from the whole berries that we had on the first one like i don't get those the ras the red berries the raspberries and stuff like that on this one
2: i would expect that this particular whiskey if if it were bottled at 15 years old would not be as pleasant as it is at twelve. I think the ten to twelve year range on this particular whiskey, sweet spot, is the is sweet spot. Unintended. yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. And you know, one thing that that I've noticed when. A whiskey is aged a little bit too much in wood. And again, nobody knows when that right time is, when the sweet spot is. You start get l- getting a little puckering in the mouth. And I started you know, getting a, some a little bitterness. a little bitterness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, bitterness, not, yes. it's not over the hill in any way, shape, no, no, or form. No. It, it's a, a lovely whiskey. It's an approachable, easy-drinking a uh, it, It's whiskey, a malt. It's a serious whiskey. a uh, and the spices are great. And, you know, as we go on, the finish is a little complex because not only is it dry, it's sweet as well. So you've got sweetness, you got dryness, you got a lot of things going on with it. Also, these whiskeys tend to be fairly approachable on the price.
4: The Irish whiskeys tend to have a much uh, more approachable price point and some
2: of their counterparts in scotland yeah i've seen in the last year or two so many irish whiskeys hitting the market whiskies I've never heard of before and haven't tried so this is really a, a, a blessing for me to come here and try these and be in the company of other uh, worldly minds as mine and uh, enjoying the whiskies Say thank tremendously. you tremendously <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you Justin <laughs> What do you think Brent <laughs> uh, I enj- I
1: enjoyed it you know it was it definitely definitely get that dryness on the mouth that's the one thing that that threw me off a little bit was was that it did give your it did give your mouth a dryness and and I missed the and I missed those berries from the from the first one but that, that's but the, the blend but I, you're not going to get them as much with the with this one the single malt but yeah I agree that if, you know if we had to wait another three years fifteen years. You know and i imagine that but these are all very very approachable i mean you you know you can go into a bar or liquor store or a friend's house and have this and you know and stick it on a you know stick it on a big ball of ice and enjoy it all day it's
4: just they're pleasant this one doesn't have quite the oily mouth viscosity feel that the first two did. Yeah. Um, it's definitely. Yeah, it didn't uh, have the, the, yeah, the
1: first one had the creaminess. So the second one had a little bit of oil. And this one had more of the dryness. Yeah, but the, the texture was definitely no, no yeah. different. Yeah, it was definitely that. three different. Even though there's just two years difference in those in this last two, they're, they're both different from each other. Yeah, right?
2: it, oh, I, I would think it's a tannins that are in the wood yeah. giving us that impression.
3: See, that's funny because I got a creamy, oily mouthfeel until I added water. And ironically, the water dried it out. And then it was dry, like like you guys are saying. Could you use a little water in your whiskey?
0: Wanna drink whiskey? I drink whiskey. And when I drink water, I drink water. That's a man after my own heart. <laughs> Bob, what do you think about this? Um definitely okay it's really nice having you time in the wood definitely brought out more of the tannin because you're getting more of the dry on it um it's got a nice backbone to it though i mean it's extremely well put together uh it got a lot of spice on uh, a lot of baking spice on it again i've got the citrus Mm -hmm. but i got a lot of uh, this nose was a lot more floral than citrus the the tenure was a lot more citrus um i think it was a very well put together whiskey um Yeah, I mean, I I, re, I can't really find any flaws in it, uh, especially since it was sent to us and we didn't have to pay for it. That's my favorite kind of whiskey. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, extremely well put together. I mean, they're, like Alan said, you know, there 10, 15, 20 years ago, there were so few Irish whiskeys here in the U.S. And in the last probably two, three years, there's been a whole flood coming in from Ireland. They're They're really... Yeah.
4: They're, I mean, this they're is, like at
0: the beginning of the boom like bourbon is was ten years ago. You can just really see Ireland well picking the, up steam.
1: Traditionally, you know, when you're gonna when you're experiencing Irish whiskey, you're gonna be going to a local bar and you know they only have one or two of the n- mainstream brands in there. Yeah. You know, so you don't you don't get your you don't get You've um, got to go to an Irish bar. Yeah, or, you
4: that, know, that has right. a wide selection. I mean, because these people a, have been doing it since eighteen forty
0: whiskey bar. Yeah,
4: yeah, eighteen forty, and the reality of um, it the is, basement. Here, they're doing good in the U.S. Most of our Irish bars, so to speak, have an Irish select, nice Irish selection of beer, but they really tend to have only one or two Irish whiskeys. And hopefully, this That's will contribute change. to changing Right, that. right. Yeah. I mean, and because it'd be nice go to go the, into uh, a, it'd be nice
1: from, to go into a bar and
2: see this on the shelf. Folks Mm -hmm. like us really enjoy trying everything and experiencing all that we can. And so I think, you know, now we're going to start seeing maybe a hundred facings of Irish, of Irish whiskeys in the next five years on the shelves of the best bars that we can try and experience. I don't know.
4: I'm seeing them in the liquor stores. I'm hoping you're right about the bars. Yeah, I see the bars is really pushing the Jameson, (laughs) the Tullamore Dew and the, and the Bush Guinness yeah. and all the beers, but uh, I'm hopeful that the whiskeys will trickle into the bars. I think the sales teams <laughs> have their work cut out for them.
2: You know, I think, yeah, you know, the bars I'm talking about are, you know, the, the ones that have. 2000 bottles of different whiskeys out there they're really libraries more than bars it's going to take i and i truly believe what you're saying more it's going to take a long time for the american public to really embrace all the different irish whiskeys there because you know it's been so ethnically promoted for st patrick's day and and other things irish as opposed to this is a great whiskey that comes from this they part need to of the do world.
4: what the champagne industry did which is it's not just for celebrations and new year's anymore but you can drink champagne with your meal, and champagne is an everyday drink. And I think you're 100% right. You drink more Saint Irish whiskey on St. Paddy's Day than the other 364 days of the year combined. Right. And I think that uh, they need to take a position as mainstream in the market. So yeah. people will go in and order an Irish whiskey on a, on a random day rather than just a scotch. Yeah. I think
3: the chefs are going to have to take the lead. They're going to have to do pairing menus where they recommend this Irish whiskey with bangers and mash and bring it to the forefront.
1: Well, I can, I can see it growing because it used to be, you go into a bar and, uh, and you would see, you know, you'd find maker's mark, Jim beam, wild Turkey, Southern comfort. And that was it. And now that, that expansion is growing for a lot of places, you know, with the, with the boom. And, I think we might see the same thing with Irish whiskey. You know, you go in there and see two expressions. Now, next time you go in, maybe you'll see four, mm. and then maybe it'll grow from
2: that. Well, I think there's probably more Irish bars in the United States than any other type of bars, any other es- et- ethnicity uh, in terms of bars. And if it were me and I was trying to promote Irish whiskey, I would go to Almost all of these bars and once a month have a different whiskey tasting of different Irish whiskey. And specials and
4: features. Exactly.
2: And- so that now yeah. they have them on the bar. Okay. They've bought the bottle, the you know, the promotion went on. People got a hat or a t-shirt when they bought a drink, and they and they've gotten to taste the whiskey. And so next month, have another promotion like that with a different whiskey. And all of a sudden, you're going to bring more people in, into the Irish whiskey thing other than people that are just saying, oh, you know, St. Paddy's Day is coming.
4: Well, as we said early on in the discussion with the first whiskey, um, I think these are good gateway whiskeys to bring people yeah. into the whiskey world in general. Uh, you start with a George T. Stagg. You're not bringing anybody in that's a novice. Right. But if you start with these, you can draw in a, a wider demographic.
0: All right, well, we are going to rate the uh, Temple Bar 12-year single malt. Three sips.
3: Interesting.
0: All right, so we're going to move on to our next brand. And the next brand that we have is the Quiet Man Irish Whiskey, which was founded by Sirian Mulgrew, who named his first Irish whiskey after his father, John Mulgrew. Over fifty years of John's career behind the bar, he heard and saw everything, but stayed true to the bartender's code and told no tales. His approach earned him the title of the Quiet Man, or as they say in Ireland, "Oh God, I'm going to murder this one <laughs> on fear." see you in. I, yeah, I, 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 I gotta I've gotta murdered, wait. I've murdered worse, worse. Uh, Cuellen, air, so, yeah. Doesn't doesn't sound like a drunken leprechaun, it right? Uh, <laughs> distilled in traditional pot stills. Um, the quiet man has partnered recently with lexco uh, earlier this year and is in the process of working on building their own distillery so we're going to try this one let me grab that glass this one definitely has got a really nice color it's a, you know, a sort of a pale straw to it on the nose this one i'm definitely picking up a lot more of a cereal note on it and some vanilla and then I'm getting some just a, a little bit. It's a little bit sweet and uh, a good bit of flowers on the back and uh, on the palate. Hold on. Mm. This one is this one is sweet, but it's not. It, it's more a brown sugar than like a white sugar or corn syrup. It's it's a little bit more earthy and sweet, and I definitely pick up a little bit of honey note on it and some vanilla. And I can definitely get some oak finish on it. Um, you know, nice whiskey. Definitely a nice whiskey to it. What do you think, Brett? I
1: enjoyed this one. This one, you know, when you have that, you know, that color, that straw color that you said is just spot on with that, and uh, the um, the cereal notes. I got more of an oatmeal. I got yeah. more of an oatmeal to it. You know, for you know, I guess that's the cereal note that I got. But it's um, but you know, when you uh, when you taste it. Yeah, you get that. You get that honey and sh- and brown sugar, um, and there's a little bit. You know, and as the, the palate goes down a little bit, you get that. You get some of those spices to it that you know brings a nice little, um, you know, nice little finish to it and stuff. And just, it just co- very nice. You know, coat coating for your mouth. A little bit of an oily, um, you know, mouth coating, and it um, very enjoyable, very approachable.
0: Yeah.
2: And off. I've never I've seen this before. Forgot to mention know? it's a it's an eight year age statement on it. So that's interesting because I'm not only am I getting some really nice nutty flavors yeah, in it now, definitely that some nuts. It's it's coming out, but I think the most important thing is that this is an eight year old whiskey and this to me is at, you know, at its best, for what I would believe it would be at this young age, yeah, it's quite mature. Yeah, it's yeah. not
4: uh, young. Would not come into the. Uh, yeah, I don't know
0: if two or right. three more years is going to be right. that. You don't come you. Right. you don't I taste think, this and I think say they've hit oh, their spot. This
1: is this is too young. You know, you don't. You know, where a lot of bourbons, especially with bourbons that are out, you know, in the craft, uh, you, you taste it. It's like, oh my gosh. Well, this is this um, overpowered Europe over America. You know, yeah. I mean,
4: I feel like whenever we're tasting new and crafty whiskeys that are American, we're always using synonyms for young. Yes. The Europeans, even though these are relatively new marks. We we uh, don't have to. We, it's not like matured. we're trying to make up a word for it because they, they've matured enough. And we'll be back.
0: And we're back and we are talking about Irish whiskeys and we're discussing the Quiet Man single malt Irish whiskey. Um, what do you think, Justin?
3: I thought this one was pretty interesting it had like baking spices and it had a really nice depth of flavor i got vanilla cinnamon it wasn't as sweet as some of the other expressions it had a short finish but for eight years wow it's pretty good
0: anybody
4: else got anything dad uh, i agree with justin it had a nice uh, nice finish it wasn't particularly long it was very approachable Definitely not nearly as sweet as uh, the first couple of expressions today. Uh, Well made, well put together, uh, reasonably priced, very approachable. And uh, at eight years, I would say, uh, as Alan said, fully mature, delicious.
3: Yeah. All right.
4: Well, we rated the Quiet
0: Man single malt Irish whiskey three sips. Interesting. All right. So we're going to have Justin tell us about the next one, which has a
3: very Gaelic name, so we're all going to laugh at him when he tries to hammer it out. Yuski literally translated from the Gaelic means above the water. It is named after the rural townland that surrounds the village of Red Cross, County Wicklow, Ireland. Developed by Ian Jones, whose family is steeped in Irish pub heritage dating back to the 1800s in Red Cross. Bar and Yuski Wicklow Rare. It's 43% alcohol by volume. The Wicklow Rare is a small batch blended Irish whiskey. It's made from 80% four-grain whiskey and 20% 10-year-old Ingrish. Four-year, not four-grain. Yeah, okay, it's four-year-old grain. Four-year-old grain whiskey and 20% percent 10 year old Irish. 4 year not
4: 4 grain yeah its 4 year old grain
3: 4 year old grain whiskey and 20 percent 10 year old Irish single malt, which were initially matured in ex-bourbon barrels before being blended and finished in Oloroso sherry casks for six months. It's non-chill filtered and cut water from their family well in Red Cross County Wicklow. On this whiskey, I found that there was a pretty odd nose to it. I got a little bit of tannic, a little bit of motor oil, bitter. And on the palate, it was strange and the predominant flavor was fruitcake wasn't my favorite expression of the line today but it was definitely one that stood out from the rest but you
4: do do strange so i'm surprised yeah. this wasn't your favorite yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was motor um, oil talking talking strange. Strange. i never, I never strange heard anybody
1: describing motor oil before as a, as a flavor like palette noco
2: or textron textron. Right. I mean,
1: textron yeah what i want to know is why you were tasting motor oil before that you yeah. would know what it tastes like <laughs> that's what i really want to know now <laughs>
0: When somebody says to you, "Taste this. Tastes like poop." How much poop have you eaten? <laughs> All right. What
1: What'd you th- What do you think, Brian? Um, I enjoyed this one. It was it. It has a nice little nice mouthfeel to it. It's uh, it's got a lot of the lot of the notes uh cake. You got oranges. You got. Um, I I wanted to say like an apple, like an like an apple uh, crisp mm-hmm. kind of uh, taste to it that I you know that I got out of it. Um, a little bit of caramel at the end um, and a little bit of, just a little bit of a peppering spice to it. Let me, uh, it's very pleasant. It's, there's, it's an enjoyable, very approachable. And the legs on the glass, when you take, you know, when you take a look at it from the legs, it's like, is, and uh, who do you recommend? Ra- Raquel Welch legs or something? Or, uh, it's, but they're nice.
4: It's a, it's a.
3: Gina Some,
1: Davis. Gina Davis? Yeah. Maury, what about you?
4: I like this whiskey. I thought it was very nice. Um, you'd expect from the description that it'd be young because uh, 80% of this is a four-year-old uh, grain whiskey. But uh, nonetheless, the 10-year-old Irish single malt really does a nice job in marrying with it. I think the sherry casks do a great job. You definitely get a hint of sherry. It's not an overly sherried whiskey and uh, you'd have trouble picking out the sherry if you weren't suggested to you. But I think it just balances it out and uh, really makes it.
1: Yeah, nice. I didn't pick out any of that sherry at all, you know, until after it was. Uh, I really didn't pick it out even after it was mentioned to me, you mm-hmm. know, that, to pick it out. It, it, it was it well is, covered.
2: It's a very well balanced whiskey. Um, I would think a bit more malt in it would have helped really helped the blend a lot yeah, well, 80 80 20 i i agree
4: with you alan that that would have been nice and that i think is why i prefer the the second uh Baranuski, uh which we're going to talk about next but i all in all i think this was a nice effort it was a pleasant yes. whiskey and uh i didn't find the nose as offensive as justin um i thought it was uh, you know nicely done you mean you
1: weren't uh, you weren't tasting water oil no
3: I would like to know if they'd used the second fill Olorosa sherry casks or if it had been used a few times because that could account for why it would be so subtle. But it was in there six months. which usually months. should really... Yeah, yeah but some of them like the
4: McAllen. I mean, you're talking about 12 years in sherry. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah six so, months, but,
4: you're only going to pick up you
0: know, yeah, and, a very and, small note. And, uh, Okay, And
2: I think you know, the fact that you have a predominance of grain in there, okay, is gonna not pr- be as pronounced on the sherry side of it because of the grain, but it softens it. You know, it's a lovely mm. whiskey. It's very it well easy. balanced. It, it for that, it. you know, that it didn't yeah, overpower well, it well, at all. So he has got a point. Have, if you take
0: you a barrel, see. if you take a barrel of grain and a barrel of malt and put them into sherry casks and take it out in six months or a year or five years, what well, three months? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna notice the you're gonna notice the sherry. On the malt, more than you're going to notice it on the grain,
4: absolutely so and also yeah. a lot of the finishing ones are going much longer than six months oh, a yeah. year, eighteen months, yeah more common if it's not uh, fully matured in sherry
0: and and I've found a lot of the I've seen somewhere they just wave a bottle of sherry over it yeah. you know and
2: <laughs> yeah, know I've seen a lot I've done i've I've made a few whiskies like that where at six months I've put too much finish on it. You know,
1: and, and you're like, oh no, you know, you're like you're beyond the point of no return at that point. Thank God
0: I only make small batches. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. On this one, I definitely on the nose, I pick the sherry up more than I pick it up on the palate. Um. But I definitely get notes of definitely of, on the nose. Yeah, I get the sherry much more on the nose, and sort of that baked fruit fruit cakey kind of uh feel to it i definitely pick up some some orange peel on the nose on the mouth on it on the palate it was it again it's it's very nice it's mouth coating it's got a nice feel to it um nuts and raisins um maybe just a little bit of citrus on the back end of it i was picking up but yeah, well made you know I, i do think that they maybe if they increase the malt ratio maybe up to you know 70 30 something like that it might even boost it a little bit more or or perhaps leave it as is and leave it in the in the sherry butts for another six months and you know i i don't think it's bad i don't think there's any you know i think it's a very well made whiskey but i think if they boosted it up another six months i think it could take that next step up um but yeah extremely well made whiskey i, I definitely enjoyed it so uh We are going to uh, rate the Baranuski Wicklow Rare three sips.
3: Interesting.
2: And we're going to have Alan tell us about our next expression. So now we're going to move on to the Baranuska, 1803, 10 year old, that's 46% uh, alcohol, which is 92 proof.
1: 10 years, man!
2: A Good 10 years. (laughs) Uh, Bar Asuski 1803 is a 10-year-old single malt Irish whiskey aged 10 years in first fill Kentucky bourbon barrels. It's non-chill filtered, cut with water from their family well in Red Cross County Wicklow. Now, I just added a good amount of water to this, and when I did, the whiskey turned almost gray. Now, one who's not very experienced, would say, "Uh uh-oh, there's something wrong with this whiskey. But that clearly shows that it's not been chill filtered. So the oils separate from the water, and that's what you're seeing. This is very good. The oils coat the throat, the lip, the tongue, and uh, makes the whiskey much more softer for people to drink. So having done that, the color of it is uh, a light gold as well. But the nose has Vanilla, white chocolate, baked apples, and I'm getting some other, you know, bakery type of notes on the nose as well. Yeah, it smells like a pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanilla
1: apple bar, vanilla apple bars is mm-hmm. what I had, had on the palate there,
2: and on the nose.
1: I mean, it's yeah,
2: yeah. And on the palate, it's filled with flavors, vanilla, apples, orange, caramel, honey, allspice, pepper, oak, even gingerbread and a little bit of banana. So it, it's it's really bursts very well in the mouth. It's a lovely whiskey with a nice soft finish and tropical fruits come through and some cinnamon and ginger. It uh, reminds me a lot of the Caribbean. What did you think, Brett? Yeah, with this one here on
1: the palate, you know I got all those I got all those uh, fruits and stuff, uh, and I got a lot of banana on it. Um, it's a very oily mouthfeel, and it's also very front forward, fruit forward, and and the spices were forward on the you know on your palate. So it was a very kind of like a peppery um, and all spice up front. You know everything when everything on the mouth. while it was a nice mouthfeel. Everything was front forward, mm-hmm. so it didn't carry back to a, like a long finish or any, anything. It was very enjoyable, but i I wish it would have I wish it would have followed through, you know, carried through your mouth into your palate. To you know, I w- that's the only thing I thought the only downside to it was. You no, know? you're right. It is very front forward. Yeah, very uh, front
0: forward. Oh, it's all around the tip of the yeah everything the tongue, up everything of
1: everything up front and it's you know the pepper up front the fruit up front the bananas up front everything in the front pellet front part of your mouth so justin
3: i agree a lot with uh alan's tasting notes on it This it definitely tastes like a pie and i agree with brent's assertions that um all the notes are jumbled together at once and then it fades off fast but while i'm drinking it i like it and it does end quick and a lot of the if it aged more or if they did a higher proof version it might help the finish maybe they pulled this one mm-hmm. yeah. too hard early
1: to, hard to say what would what, what, what would change that yeah. to make it you know it's like what would what i don't know what you would do to try to make or it open. as uh yeah, yeah i don't know you know i don't know how you know, I think some are just made like that. That it just happens like that. You know, and if you like a, a front-forward palate, what's you know, th- then it's great. You know, so
2: chemically, just, I don't know what would
0: change yeah, it to, right. to do anything right. else. Yeah, yeah I don't know how you can make it so well, that some it's like, okay, that, I, I mean, some distilleries that's just their character. Yeah. you know, some are more back palate, some are more front palate, right.
2: some are a little more creamy, some are less. You know, I mean, they're all different. And so 80% of the flavors in the wood that it, that the whiskey agent and, and no two barrels are the same. So you never know what it's going to wind up tasting like, but it's a great whiskey and I enjoy it. I think this is a lovely after dinner whiskey that could last way into the morning. Mm,
1: yeah. I don't know if I'd go with after dinner on this one, but yeah, it's, a, it's, you know,
4: I don't, like the others, I think
0: it really benefited from a touch of water,
4: though. It definitely benefited from a touch of water. I disagree with Justin on the higher proof. This is the highest proof whiskey we've sampled today. I don't know that higher proof is going to necessarily change this in terms of the, the palate and yeah. and the way it hits your palate. I don't think the proof's going to make
0: much difference because, again, that, I, think it, I think once I diluted it down to a lower proof, it got better. Yeah. So, you know, which a lot of whiskey, does. I mean, some doesn't. We, I mean, we do it all the time. We always make fun of harm because of it. But, you know, the fact is. That's is, an easy thing to do. Well, yeah, we just enjoy it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the fact is, is that a lot of whiskeys, I'd say at least maybe even more toward, you know, the majority of whiskeys will benefit from just a touch of water just to open up some of those. Compounds that are water soluble as opposed to alcohol soluble. I mean, you know, once in a while you'll get one where you'll add just a touch of water and it just washes it out and and it's gone. But that's pretty rare. I mean, usually either I get no effect or I get a positive effect. I rarely, when I add a touch of water, get a negative effect.
1: I still stand by my statement. If they wanted water with it, they would have attached the bottle when I bought it. I think. Bur- Could you use a little
3: water in your whiskey? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think bourbon usually don't need to add water to it, but Scotch is often improved, and Irish whiskey is sometimes improved by water.
4: Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Most of these were, you know, every one of these was very extremely approachable. There, I went. You know, I would I would take a drink of it. I would keep it. You know, if uh, somebody came over to the house and you know and brought this, I'd be uh, I'd be extremely happy with it. I. Every one of them was a very nice drinker today.
2: Yep. I, I think they were all great. The one that that really, you know, sparked my interest the most is oh, the, the first Temple one. Bar. Irish oh, that Flis whiskey. You can never wine. forget your first. Before we Eight, start talking the about the others,
0: let's let's give this one a rating and we're going to rate the Baranowski 1803 10 year three sips. Interesting.
3: Interesting. Interesting. Everything got yeah. three
0: sips. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. No, it is interesting you know, it because is interesting. because we
1: had this many different expressions and they were all a little different. They were all different, yeah. but they were all different in their own way.
0: But, the, you know, we rated them all the same. Well, that's the thing. It, you know, you can take, you know, there's a character to an Irish whiskey that they all tend to sort of fit into a big box, but they're all, when you taste them side by side like this, every
2: one of them's different. And being that, that most of them, I don't know about these, but most Irish whiskeys are triple distilled. You know, you're going to get a lighter whiskey. That's yeah. what Irish whiskey I know is known one of, for. I, I know and one of these was, was only double several distilled. of these are yeah. only
4: double, which I found interesting, Alan, because we didn't touch on that, but I agree. The main difference between Irish and Scotch is the Irish tend to triple distill and the Scotch tend to double distill. Right. And uh, yet there were several of these that specifically did say double distilled. So. Uh, they they were that's very the
2: they were they were lighter than scotch but wonderful yeah, yeah. so it's a good Great yeah. lineup so, yeah well that's all the time we have today we hope you
0: enjoyed this episode you can catch all of our episodes where you found this one as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio on iTunes online at Acast Google Podcast iHeartRadio Spotify SoundCloud Stitcher TuneIn YouTube and nearly any place you can listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google, or whoever the gal is that talks to you on your phone. Play, podcast, Sips, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at Our daily tasting notes fly out on Twitter every day at Sips Sud Smoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. And you'll be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor, and please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. And I want to thank our co host for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. It's a pleasure. Pass those lucky charms.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Maury. Damn you, Brent. I was just about to tell him how excited I was to have those Lucky Charms. I haven't had them in I'm years. Bul-
1: I'm bull guarding those Lucky Charms. And it was a really nice
4: compliment to the whiskey. So thank
2: you, Bob. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> Always a pleasure to be here. And thank you, Alan. I don't know why the heck you invited me, but it's a wonderful time being here with all the guys. All thank right. you. I've been meaning to tell you, we actually didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were all kind of shocked <laughs> when he walked in the door. It was like <laughs> it was like he showed up at the door. We were like, what? I yeah, is he doing so. Just smelled the whiskey yeah <laughs> mm. yeah he's, he's like a shark he can smell one drop of whiskey in 10 million gallons of water 3,000 miles away it's the most amazing thing ever he's like a bloodhound when it comes to alcohol so <laughs> <All> <laughs> well,
2: right. put. well put he was,
0: he was wandering halfway across the state you popped that bottle yep. he knew right where to come well for Sips, Seds, and Soaks this is Made Mad Bob and we thank you for joining us and remember life is too short to drink cheap whiskey